Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, welcome back. It's episode 85 and you're here with the host, Yvette Sitters, and I am the owner, founder, creator, (laughs) everything of Manage My Wedding. And if it is your first time here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Today on the episode, I am going to be talking about, I suppose I would call them frustrations that past bridal couples have had while wedding planning. Now, I went out to a group of past bridal couples. I just selected a random group of people that had used the Manage My Wedding app or listened to the podcast in the past. And I wanted to know from them what they found really frustrating while wedding planning and what they found difficult to navigate so that I could come back here and share those pain points, I suppose, and help you possibly try and work through those because they they sounded like they were all pretty common and things that we often just don't know how to really work through. And when you're wedding planning, you've never done it before. So it's expected that you really don't know how to do something or work through something. So it could take longer sometimes than it needs to. So I'm going to talk about those. Now, before I get into that, I want to talk about something that's been like on my mind for the last couple of days and really, I suppose, been quite upsetting and hurtful. And I want to share it with my community because it means a lot to me. And that is and I don't often actually ever do this on the podcast, um, but I feel like I'm getting to know some of you really well and I'm building some beautiful relationships with some of you on Instagram and Facebook and I'm just so grateful for that. But Manage My Wedding app is in the App Store and I have had a recurring issue with what Apple deemed to think might be a competitor or just someone a little bit bitter, I'm not sure. And they keep on one-starring the app and they keep on making up these things that are, ha- are issues that they're having with the app, which are issues that don't do not exist and don't happen. And every time I respond to their one star review to, uh, you know, ask them to contact us or asking them, you know, saying we want to help you email us at, they then edit their response and they edit their one-star review to something else so that their one-star review keeps on appearing at the top of the app store. And I have to be honest, it's devastating (laughs) and it's upsetting that someone would want to keep on doing that, especially when you know what they're saying is not true and is not something that happens with the app. And I suppose that I'm really just sharing that on here because it's been quite upsetting the last couple of days. And I don't usually let a lot bother me, but because they keep on repeating it and doing it every couple of days, then of course it's going to start to bother you after some time. So if you are listening to this episode and you are an app user and you enjoy using the Manage My Wedding app, I would just be so grateful if you could pop over to the app store and leave the Manage My wedding app a review because that will just eventually make that person's review slip down. And I mean, I know that they're probably going to keep on coming on and doing what they're doing because they've been doing it for weeks. But the more positive reviews that we can get, the more they'll eventually go away. 
So I suppose I'm reaching out because I'm asking for your help. I am one person. I've built this business on my own with a little young family for the past three years. And um, for the first two years, it made no money. <laughs> and, you know, COVID then affected. And obviously when things like this happen, it can be really gut-wrenching. So that is me. I'm not going to keep on going on about it. But yes, if if any of you want to jump over and leave a review, I would just be so, so grateful. Now, enough whinging and thank you for listening. I actually feel so much better when I talk about it because it makes me think, oh my gosh, how silly am I being getting upset about this? But let's move on because that's not why you're here. And I really want to talk about these things that have come up with past bridal couples. Now, let me talk about what those were. So I went out to them with a survey asking them, you know, just some general questions about what they found really hard to work out when they were wedding planning and what was the most difficult for them. Now I'm going to share some with you and tell you what I think. One of the one things that popped up the most was family interfering. (laughs) And, oh, this just does not surprise me. And I'm sure many of you actually listening at the moment are like, hmm. Yes, uh, I can I can I can understand that. <laughs> and you know, it's it's a hard thing because family, they love us and, and they generally deep down do care. <laughs> That's often why they interfere. Well, more often than not. And they often, you know, might interfere because they think they're being helpful or, you know, they they think that they should have a say because they're paying or many, many different reasons. But I always say that the best way to handle when family is interfering really is listen to them. It's number one thing. Just listen. You don't need to say anything back. Just listen to everything I have to say. Listen to their opinions. And then at the end, you just need to say to them, thank you. Thank you for your feedback, your thoughts, what you'd like. We'll definitely take it on board and John and I or Sally and I, whoever your partner is, will definitely put it into our discussions while we're wedding planning. So then you're just being polite, you're accepting what they're saying. What you do with it then is your choice. (laughs) But just let them know you hear them because that's all they sometimes want. Sometimes they just want to be heard. And to be honest, on the day, they'll have a great time. If you feel like someone is, you know, really interfering and you've already done that approach and they're really hassling, then sometimes as a couple, you have to sit down with them and just say, you know, we love you deeply, but this is our day and we really want it to be about us and our personalities and what we love. And we know how badly that you want that, but it just doesn't suit us. And this is our wish. And, you know, can, can you respect that and understand that? And then you can sometimes go from there and having that open, honest conversation can really help. But I say only do that conversation if they didn't accept that first step that I brought up. And then my last suggestion is sometimes you just can't win that battle. Honestly, like if your parents are paying for 80% of the wedding and they want to invite those five friends and they can fit, then just let them have it. Like it's sometimes not even worth it the arguing. So you've got to weigh up what it is that they're trying to interfere with and what what they want to help with and what they think that they're obliged to have a say on. The other thing that popped up that was really common was the guest list and not offending people and family. Oh, the dreaded guest list. And I did a whole podcast episode way back at the start about, you know, guest lists and how you can actually 
get that guest list down because, as we know, the more guests, the more money that the wedding costs because that is where your biggest expense is. Now, we are always, unfortunately, going to offend somebody and that's just how it is. And I'm sure down the track there's been times that there's been weddings that you've not been invited to, but to be honest, you've probably forgotten about it by now. Or you were upset at the time, but then you realised later or now why you're wedding planning, (laughs) why you couldn't afford to have that person or why they can't fit. And, you know, it doesn't mean we don't care or love somebody, but there has to be a line drawn, you know, where if you invite this person, you invite this person and so on and so on and so on. So, yes, people are always going to be offended, but eventually they're going to get over it. And if they don't, then they really don't care about you in the right way. And sometimes we just have to accept that and sometimes walk away from that. And that's only a decision that you can make. But yes, it's going to hurt at the start. And sometimes we can always say to people if they are a really good person, but you know that if you invite them, you've got to invite those other 10 work colleagues, then you just got to pull them aside and say to them, you know, you know how much I love you and think you're awesome. I'd do anything to have you there, but I just can't because I have to have all the others if I do and I can't fit them and I just don't have the budget. And quite often they they do really understand that and they do appreciate if you've brought that up with them. And worst case, if there's if it's someone that you'd really like there but you can't afford them all night, you know, you can sometimes ask them what they like to come to the ceremony and the pre-dinner drinks. Or do they want to come to the after party afterwards? So sometimes you've got to think about those options too. So that was the second most commonly frustrating part of wedding planning. Now, third, what came up the most? This one actually surprised me a little bit. And I could I was surprised by how much it came up. And it was about getting guests to the venue. And it was more so about the fact that they might have destination wedding or guest traveling, or their wedding is just hours away from where everyone lives. And, you know, they really felt obliged and they didn't have the budget, but they felt obliged to have to help people get to the venue. And I have to say there is a little bit of an obligation. If you are choosing to have a wedding that is four hours away from the city that you all live in, or really it's four hours away from really anything, you've got to help them out. If you want them to come and enjoy themselves, it is really a good option to try and have a bus that tries to get people to and from because then they can have a couple of drinks and enjoy themselves. Or it's a great idea to tell them all the places that they can choose to stay and then have a bus that just drives around that little town and at little spots and picks people up and then takes them back later because you don't want guests trying to drive and then drink driving because that is just dangerous. You'd also don't want guests having to drive and not drink and getting up and dancing. And you also don't want people to be feeling really stressed about that. So I do often think it's something that you need to put into the budget if you are having a venue that is not really in an easy accessible place. And the last one that came up and (laughs) every single person said this and I just chuckle because, oh, it is, I'm laughing in the sense of just, oh, laughing because it's painful and that is sticking to budget. 
Oh, it is the hardest part, I think, as well as cutting the guest list. They are the two most difficult things with wedding planning. Rarely do I ever hear a bridal couple say that they didn't break the budget. They didn't go over the budget. Oh, I hear so many people saying we racked up our credit card just to have some things. And then we paid off the credit card afterwards with all our wishing well money that we got from all our guests. That is super common. And you can do that if you want to, but it's, that's totally up to you. And t- depending on how desperate you are to have those things included in your wedding. But budget is a tough one to stick to. That's why in the app, it's really important that you break it down. You know, I've broken the budget down into categories to try and think of absolutely everything you need to spend money on. And it's really important that every time you spend money, you go back into the app or your spreadsheet if you're not using the app and you update. You know, even if you go and you buy a $10 garter and it wasn't on the budget, go back and put it on the budget because you need to keep on top of it. And I say, do that the moment that you spend. Otherwise you forget what you've spent and you forget what you've committed to. So the best way to stay on top of your budget is to do that, is to constantly update that budget every single day that you spend money or make a payment towards something. And we also have the wish list in the budget as well. And that's a wish list so that We really want those things, but we just don't have the budget. You can put them in the wish list. And then if there's five people that decide not to come to your wedding, excellent. I've now got a spare thousand dollars. What can I take from my wish list that I can now get? So have a wish list there as a backup and just be brutally honest with yourself, you know, and think to yourself, can we go without this item? Is this something my partner and I want, or is this something that we think everyone expects? And that's a really good question to ask yourself because if you think it's something that everyone expects but you as a couple don't actually want it, don't have it. So they're they're probably my top tips for staying, you know, on track with your budget. So I hope that has helped. That is purely what, as I said, what bridal couples have come back to me and said that they found the most frustrating when wedding planning You know, if you have some things that you're struggling with in your wedding planning journey, come over to Instagram, chat to me at Manage My Wedding. You will find me. Let me know what they are. Let me see if I can help you or let me see if I can turn it into a podcast topic because sometimes, and like these four things that I've just even mentioned in this podcast, each of those can be a podcast on their own because they're such big discussions and there's so many tips around those. So please, if you're feeling a little bit of stress or you're just feeling like something's really bothering you, please come and chat with me. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please jump over to the podcast and leave me a review. And as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I would love any app reviews also. I'd be super grateful. And thank you for being here. And until next time, enjoy being engaged, staying organized and stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.